This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It is Tuesday, December the 21st. I'm Eric Tyler in for Rick Molers for the morning edition of News Watch on KVOM. And we are expecting some sunshine today with an afternoon high around 53 degrees. About the same tomorrow and then a little bit warmer for Thursday near 60. And then Christmas Eve, Friday, low to mid-70s for the high. And Christmas Day looking at mid to upper 60s. No mention of rain in the extended outlook. Right now we have fair skies and 31 degrees in Marlton. At 7.32, we begin Newswatch by congratulating today's KVOM employee of the day's Sharon Walker with the Marlton Post Office. So congratulations, Sharon. You will get a rose and bud vase from Hearts and Flowers, small catfish dinner from Marlton Drive-In, free car wash from the Triangle Car Wash, a gift certificate to McGee Jewelers, and a half dozen cupcakes from Bake Me a Cake. We have a number of local obituary announcements this morning. Anna Marie Freldenhoven, age 78, of Marlton, died Thursday. Funeral mass will be 10 o'clock this morning at Sacred Heart Catholic Church, with a two-minute following at Holy Family Mission. Memorial contributions may be made to Sacred Heart Church, Sacred Heart School, or the Holy Family Mission. And arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Marlton. Joyce Ann Rainey, age 68, of Menifee, died Tuesday, December 14th. Funeral services will be held at Vance Wilson and Jarrett in Marlton at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Glay Lynette Jones, age 69, of Marlton, died Sunday. As a young lady, Glay proudly represented Conway County in the Miss Wheelchair of Arkansas. She was a homemaker. Survivors include her sister, Dorlene Jones Adair of Plummerville, four nephews, a great nephew, and two cousins. Graveside services will be 2 o'clock this afternoon at Plummerville Cemetery with Brother John Chapman officiating. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Marlton. Iva May Bingham, age 76, of Perry, died Sunday. She was a member of Apollo Assembly of God. She survived by her husband of 60 years, Charles Bingham Sr. of Perry, children at Kimberly Griggs of Marlton, Charles Bingham Jr. of Marlton, and Barry Bingham of Beebe, six grandchildren, Three siblings, as well as several nieces and nephews. Funeral service for Iva May Bingham will be 2 p.m. Wednesday at Apollo Assembly of God with Brother Emmett Simmons and Reverend Larry Miller officiating. Private burial will be at a later time. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Marlton. James Buddy Walden, age 42, died Monday. He was an employee of UAMS in Little Rock, worked as an ICU technician. James is survived by his parents, Harold and Deanna Walden of Perry, fiance Andrea Hagen of Benton, daughters Kara Marie Walden of Benton, and Kennedy Lane Hayes of Perry, brother David Ray Jordan of Minnesota, sister Sarah Dean Stortz of Atkins, one uncle along with many other family and friends. Funeral service for James Buddy Walden will be 2 p.m. Wednesday at Bob Neal and Sons Chapel in Marlton. Service and arrangements are by Rosewood Cremation and Funeral of Marlton. Mrs. Pauline Denise Bobo Brown, age 74, died Thursday. She's survived by two brothers, Nathan Bobo Sr. of Dallas, Texas, and Andrew Bobo of Baytown, Texas, two sisters-in-law, daughter Darlene Eaton of Atkins, one daughter-in-law, two granddaughters, one great-granddaughter, and a host of nieces, nephews, cousins, and friends. Graveside services for Pauline Bobo Brown will be held 11 a.m. Thursday at Allen Chapel AME Cemetery in Atkins, 
Visitation will be 3 to 6 p.m. Wednesday at the funeral home. Services entrusted to Larry Jacklin at Funeral Home of Marlton. Benny Ray Mason, age 78, of Adona, night Saturday. Benny was a Christian and attended Welcome Home Missionary Baptist Church in Rose Creek Community. He was a veteran in the United States Army and dedicated 20 years of service. After his military retirement, he furthered his service for his community, working for 18 years as a dispatcher and jailer for the Perry and Marlton Police Department. Benny survived by his wife of 49 years, Christiane Mason, son Danny Mason of Perryville, daughter Nicole Sizemore of Kansas, sisters Mary Anderson of Centerage, Lena Tolbertson of California, and Kathy Mason of Conway, four grandchildren and four great-grandchildren. Memorial service will be held Monday at 2 p.m. at Welcome Home Missionary Baptist Church in Rose Creek Community. Family request donations be made to support Riverview Baptist Christian School in Apollo. Service and arrangements are by Bob Neal and Sons Funeral Home of Marlton. 736 now on KVOM. We have fair skies 31 degrees in Marlton. This is Newswatch on KVOM. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. It's 738 now on KVOM. A construction worker who was struck by a vehicle in a work zone on Interstate 40 in Conway County earlier this month has died. According to Arkansas State Police, 28-year-old Kirk Cottier of Russellville was working in the westbound right travel lane of a work zone at the 105-mile marker between Marlton and Blackwell at approximately 1.45 a.m. on December 8th. When he was struck by a 2010 Hyundai Accent driven by an 89-year-old Oklahoma man, the Blackwell-Kenwood District of the Conway County Fire Department, MedTech EMS, and the Conway County Sheriff's Office all responded to the scene along with state police. Cotier was transported by ambulance to the Blackwell truck stop where he was airlifted to Little Rock Hospital, and he succumbed to his injuries on Sunday. The new director of the Marlton Parks and Recreation Department has new ideas and big plans for the future of the department. Cassie Nanny came to Marlton from Fairfield Bay Parks and Rec on November 1st. In her five and a half years as manager of the Fairfield Bay Department, Nanny oversaw the operation of three outdoor pools, a miniature golf course, a bowling alley, and five major annual events. She says she's excited to bring that experience to Marlton to help the city and the region grow. see so much potential and growth in Marlton when I went on a tour with the mayor, and I just said, let's do this, and I, I just fell in love with the community itself and how close-knit they are just in that little bit of time I spent touring the area and um, met my great staff that I have now and I just said hey we can do this there's so much that we can do there's so much potential you know and just started racking our, our heads on what we can bring to the area for our community. In addition to reopening the city's former bowling alley and skating rink and installing pickleball courts near the Nature Trail, Nanny says other additions to Parks and Rec are in the works, including a nine-hole disc golf course at the Nature Trail. And so I am working on plans with that and us having a nine-hole disc golf course at the Nature Trail come as early as March of 2022. 
And that's just one of the first steps that we are taking as long as well as growing the community center, our Moralton Community Center. There's so much growth and potential here at our community center that not a lot of areas have. And we have an indoor pool and we've got classes and activities and we're adding more and more to that. And he says there are also plans for additional youth programs as well as more events at the city pool. And she says more fitness classes and other programs will be offered at the community center in the near future. To stay up to date on the latest information and events, and he says you can check out the Facebook pages for Moralton Parks and Recreation, Moralton Community Center, and Moralton City Pool. The utilization of a new ambulance service and completed repairs to the Toadsuck Levee are among the highlights for Perry County in 2021. ProMed MS was chosen as the county's new ambulance provider. The company officially began serving the county July 1st, but filled an emergency need starting in mid-May after the county's previous provider abruptly left the area. Thanks to passage of a half-cent sales tax in November 2020 that went into effect January 1st of 2021, ProMed is able to keep two ambulances in operation, which County Judge Toby Davis says enables the company to better serve the emergency medical needs in Perry County. We also have uh, Perryville. The city of Perryville has a volunteer truck, so Perry County right now has uh, currently around three ambulances that's available, two full-time and one volunteer. And I want first I want to say thanks to the EMS board. They worked hard to get this in place and also the citizens of Perry County who voted in that tax. I want to say thanks to them because without without that tax we wouldn't be able to be where we're at today. At Toadsuck, Judge Davis says completed repairs to the damaged levee provided much needed relief to the residents and property owners near the Arkansas River. We were able to complete the levees and I hope they hold. Not only were we able to complete the levees, but we just now finished up the roads that were demolished by the uh, the flooding. We were able to get that completed as well. Elsewhere in Perry County, a little more normalcy was noted in many areas after the pandemic forced a number of traditional events and activities to be altered or canceled in 2020. Perry County Fair and the Arkansas Goat Festival in the fall were both canceled again this year, but Judge Davis reports Christmas parades were held in Perryville and Case, and a public Christmas event was held in Cherry Hill. Judge Davis says he's excited about the progress that was shown over the past year and looks forward to a bright 2022 for everyone in Perry County. The number of active cases of coronavirus reported locally declined for a second consecutive day on Monday. The Arkansas Department of Health reported two new cases of the virus in Conway County, but the number of active cases decreased by six for the day to 65. No new cases were reported in Perry County as the number of active cases dropped from 25 on Sunday to 22 on Monday. Statewide, 434 new cases were reported Monday as the number of active cases declined by 375 for the day. The Health Department recorded 26 deaths in Arkansas on Monday. Just over 2,700 doses of the vaccine were administered over the past 24 hours. Over half of those doses were booster shots for previously vaccinated individuals. And the Health Department says nearly 395,000 Arkansans have now received a booster shot. 7.43 now on KVOM as we turn to our morning business report. Here is Jenny Knight with Edward Jones Investments in Moralton. On Wall Street, U.S. equity markets were under pressure to start the holiday-shortened week amid economic growth and uncertainty. International stocks slid as some European countries are considering tighter COVID-19 mitigation measures. China lowered the one-year loan prime rate, a key benchmark of borrowing costs, for the first time since April 2020, but this policy easing move failed to improve sentiment. Oil trimmed some of its earlier losses but still declined 2.5% amid travel cancellations. Despite the risk-off sentiment, the 10-year Treasury yield rose modestly to 1.42%. 
The Dow closed at 34,932, down 433 points. NASDAQ closed at 14,980, down 188 points. Volume was heavy as 1.1 billion shares traded hands on the big board. Taking a look at stocks of interest to Arkansans, AT&T was up 41 cents at $24.19. Bank of America was down 72 cents at $43.16. Centerpoint Energy was up 2 cents at $27. Deering Company was down $8.37 at $338.66. Energy Corporation was down 7 cents at $109.45. Under Armour was down 65 cents at $17.06. Simmons Bank was down $0.28 cents at $28.34. Regents Financial was down $0.58 cents at $20.69. Southwestern Energy was down $0.15 cents at $4.36. Tyson Foods was down $0.59 cents at $84.84. Walmart was up $0.45 cents at $139.20. LiveRamp was up $0.07 cents at $45.69. Interpublic Group was down $1.19 cents at $35.52. NextEra Energy was down $1 at $89.94. Natural gas was up $0.13 at $3.82. Precious metals were lower. Gold was down $14.70 at $1,790.20. Silver was down $0.27 at $22.26. I am Jenny Knight, Branch Office Administrator with Edward Jones, Doug Cahill's office, North Moose Street, downtown Moralton. Thank you, Jenny. Taking a look at our community calendar, the downtown Church of Christ in Marlton is hosting a Christmas Vacation Bible School. It continues at 7 o'clock again tonight and tomorrow night. The theme is The Greatest Gift, and all are welcome. The CHI St. Vincent Marlton Auxiliary is holding a drawing for a Christmas gift basket today. Those tickets should still be available at least this morning. Tickets are a dollar each or six for five dollars. Can be purchased from any auxiliary member or from the hospital front desk or gift shop. First Baptist Church of Russellville presents the Living Nativity, a live portrayal of the true meaning of Christmas tonight through Thursday from 7 to 8.30 each night on the lawn of First Security Bank on West Main Street in Russellville. A spe- special church service will be held Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. The Nemo Vista Student Council is holding a shoe drive to benefit people in, in impoverished nations. Shoes can be dropped off at Rabbit Ridge Farmers and Bee Branch, the shoe company in Marlton, Ozark Medical Clinic in Center Ridge, and Tangled Salon in Austin. And the Conway County Library will be closed Uh, starting Thursday and all the way through January 1st for the Christmas and New Year's holiday. The library will reopen for normal hours on January 3rd. 747 now in KVOM. Fair skies 32 degrees in Moralton. Newswatch continues with sports and weather coming up. Pettyjean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Pettyjean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Pettyjean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Pettyjean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. In sports, senior Caleb Squire scored 31 points, and junior Sam Reynolds added 16. And Wonderview's senior boys basketball team won its 20th consecutive game to start the season with a 59-33 victory over Glen Rose in a non-conference game on Monday. Wonderview's senior girls got 18 points from sophomore Deasia Simpson and 13 from junior Abby Baker in a 48-32 victory that improved their record to 17-3. 
First Arkansas Sports Media High School basketball polls of the season were released Monday, and Wonderview's boys are ranked number one in the state in Class 1A at 20-0. The Daredevils are the only remaining unbeaten team in the state's smallest classification. They received eight of the 11 first-place votes cast by sports media members from around the state. The Daredevils are followed in the rankings by County Line, Westside Gris Ferry, Mark Cree, and the New School. Wonderview's girls are ranked third in Class 1A. The 17-3 Lady Daredevils received one first-place vote in trail number one Norfolk and number two Mount Vernon Enola in the rankings. Mammoth Spring is ranked fourth, and Kirby comes in at number five in Class 1A girls. In the Class 4A rankings, Marlton's boys are ranked fifth in the state. The girls are ranked sixth in the initial poll. Farmington tops the 4A boys poll. Magnolia is ranked second. Arkadelphia is third, and Blytheville comes in just ahead of the Devil Dogs at number four. Farmington's also ranked first in the 4A girls poll. Lady Cardinals are followed by Nashville, Southside Batesville, Star City, and Lone Oak in the top five. The University of Central Arkansas men's team earned its second win of the season on Tuesday, beating Crosstown rival Hendricks 90-56 at the Ferris Center. The Bears play at Texas A&M on December 29th. The UCA women take on Arkansas Pine Bluff today at 1 p.m. in Conway, and you'll be able to hear the broadcast of that game live on our sister station, 92.7 Jack FM. The Arkansas men try to bounce back from back-to-back losses tonight when the Razorbacks play host to Elon at 6 p.m. inside Bud Walton Arena. You can hear the broadcast of that game on our sister station, 99.3, the Eagle. 7.50 now as we look at weather on this Tuesday morning. In current conditions, we've got humidity at 100% with west winds at 6 miles per hour, barometric pressure 30.12 inches. Low temperature this morning, 30 degrees. High yesterday was 40. A year ago today, the low was 28 with a high of 68. Nowhere in the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year at the KVOM Studios, 46.99 inches. Sunset this evening will be at 5.02. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 7.16. And forecast calling for sunny skies today. Should have warm up to around 53 degrees this afternoon. Mostly clear tonight with a low around 29. Sunny and 53 again tomorrow. Then high near 60 on Thursday. 73 expected on Friday. And Christmas Day sunny and high near 67. Right now we've got fair skies 32 degrees in Moralton at 751 on KVOM. And Newswire continues in just a moment. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free PJSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch member fdic an equal housing lender they continue with newswatch here on this tuesday morning it's 753 now and we'll be joined here momentarily by marlton mayor alan lipsmeyer and good morning to you mayor good morning all right it's good to have you in here on this tuesday as we near uh, Christmas, so we, um, still still a lot going on. We can catch up on. Uh, I guess first thing we can. Excuse me. First thing we can mention. We've got a big event at the bowling alley next week. I guess, yeah, kind of letting the public go through and see all that. We uh, we close on it December the 29th. 
<coughs> so at December the 30th at 10, we'll have a kind of a little presentation and uh, got a, it's, it's going to be kind of like a late Christmas present to the city of Marlton. And then we're going to have an open house where people can walk through and kind of see the before. And uh, we're kind of excited. I think it's, like I said, I keep saying it's one of the most exciting things I think we've offered the city of Marlton. Uh, I just got an article. There's an article in Sunday's paper about uh, Fort Smith opening open up kind of the same thing. So uh, I think I just think it's going to be a great place for kids to have birthday parties come together. It's just going to be a great pl- yep. place for the city. Very exciting. Looking forward to that uh, for sure. And um, I guess sales sales tax is good again this, this month. Yeah, sales tax has been up. You know, all year this month should put us close to the four hundred thousand dollar mark, which is incredible. And it's from people shopping local and shopping at home and, and the online sales tax that we're getting. And, and I think people are seeing that they can get what they need here, shopping local. We've got a lot of great businesses, you know, who have invested a lot of money downtown, brick and mortar and all throughout throughout our town. And uh, and then you see what, we, what, we're be, what we're able to do with that money once you keep it here. Buying Bolinelli's this week while school's out, we're tiling Green Street to finish our sidewalk project making this town as walkable and, and what we do with this money you know besides just everyday maintenance is try to increase the quality of life here so people want to come live here yep. and and uh i guess there will be some some street work going on got an overlay overlay grant to do some yeah we've got an overlay grant to do north st joseph green street bridge all the way out to the bypass and then a section of branch street coming off the bypass good good deal and then we'll be doing more paving ourselves next year also sure right with the part of the part of the bond issue <laughs> right goes to that right okay all right um you know it's just been a great year another great year for the city financially and uh businesses are still coming in you know if, and we're still growing people are moving here you know our census was up so you know that's all the indicators that people want to live here and want to mm-hmm. we're you know we're voted the ninth safest city so we don't have a lot of the crime that other towns have. You know, you can get across town. Uh, but, you know, those are the things. Our new park equipment looks great. People are using that. Uh, we'll be getting our swings up <clears throat> pretty soon. And we've got a new set of swings coming. That ha- they'll have an adult and a child facing each other type swing. And All right. <coughs> so, and then next year we'll be, of course, working on the bowling alley and getting that open as soon as possible. And, you know, our thing is, uh, you know, our council and myself, we work together as a team. That's how, we, that's how we've accomplished all the things that we've accomplished. <clears throat> With the ARPA money, you know, that will get us up to close to the $18 million mark that we've invested in Marlton without raising any taxes. Sure. And we're pretty proud of that fact. And, you know, there's a lot of taxes out there. We could add another sales tax or we could add an A&P tax. But that's a burden on the citizens of Marlton to pay those taxes if they want to go out to eat, if they want to go to these places. And we've tried to keep that from happening. So everybody can afford to go and be able to come to the bowling alley or go out to eat and do the things that they want to do. Uh, you know, our landfill produces a great income, and that's the equivalent of a tax that our citizens are not paying. And everybody doesn't always know that and look at it that way. But we've tried to keep everything as affordable as we can and, and still press forward by always having a project going. Yeah. You know, dirt turning simultaneously is what brings people into this town. Yep. 
and uh, making the American Rescue Plan funds. What all was expended with that this year? What, well, we gave we gave premium pay, yeah. and then we gave a hundred thousand dollar donation to the Wayland Holyfield yeah. place, and and you know that's going to be a great addition. Mm-hmm. We're also working hard <clears throat> get ready for the twenty twenty four clips. That's going to be a great event here. We hope to have a lot all these projects completed or close to being completed by the time that happens because there'll be hopefully there's going to be a lot of people come to Marlton, Arkansas yep. and see what we've got to offer. Yep. And, and that, hopefully when they come, they'll see a town that they want to come back to. It's not hopefully it's not just going to be a one-time event. It's going to be an event that draws them here to see what we've got to offer. Maybe they want to move here. Maybe they want to locate a business here. Or maybe they want to come back for vacations on the mountain or wherever. Yeah. And that's actually going to be here sooner than we think. The, yes. Uh, the clips. It'll yes. Be, it'll be uh, here before we know it. So, all right. Well, any About other two years away? Yep. Any other big plans for twenty twenty two for the for the city? Well, you know, mainly the bowling alley is our yep. our biggest plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the park and rec's also looking at bringing in disc golf to the walking trail area, which is a big deal. Yep. And so, you know, we're all we're always looking for projects. Um, to keep going and, and just increase our quality of life and like i said we're we're very proud of the fact that we've done all this without raising any taxes all right. you know we've been we've been blessed financially over the seven years that i've been mayor going on eight years that we've been able to do all the things that we've done without raising any taxes all right and yes. Uh, <coughs> before we go uh city hall closed what starting we're closed wednesday thursday and friday okay. And uh, we want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You know, we're we're blessed and we're thankful for, for everything that's happened to us. And <clears throat> remember, you know, what Christmas is all about, the birth of Jesus, and celebrate with your family and try to be safe. Our numbers, you know, are still in the around mm-hmm. 70. Yep. So be safe when you're with your families. Try, try to take all the precautions you can to keep our COVID numbers down. Absolutely. All right. Um, Merry Christmas to you too. Anything else we that you wanted to mention this no. morning? Merry Mar- Christmas to you, Eric. Yep. All right. Thank you, Marlton Mayor Alalip Smart, joining us this morning. It is eight o'clock now on KVOM. That's Newswalk on this Tuesday morning, December the twenty-first. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.